the Flushing girl from Flushing. The nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, Miss Fine. Wow, what a great theme song we have. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Welcome back to Oh, Mr. Sheffield, a podcast about 90s TV series The Nanny, starring Fran Dresser. Not the podcast, the show stars Fran Dresser. The podcast (laughs) stars me, Sean Pasquale, (laughs) along with... Doria Sheffield. That's right. Yeah, we're the professor and Marianne of of this podcast. (laughs) But you're the professor and I'm Marianne. Obviously. Yeah, because you're the smart one. (laughs) And you look so cute and pigtails. I do. I look perfect. (laughs) Um, This is season two, episode 23, A Kiss is Just a Kiss, um, Mm. which is... I can only assume taken from uh, the song of the same name. Is the song called A Kiss is Just a Kiss? I think so. Maybe something we should have checked beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, you know, uh, that song, A Kiss is Just a Kiss. It might be called Just a Kiss. Is but a smile. That's a, what is that? Is that Sleepless in Seattle they use that song? I don't know. Mm. We should have done done any research. I mean, I didn't know you were going to be, you know, just putting me on the spot like this. I didn't. (laughs) Um, but also we were just talking before we started recording this episode and the next are, they're horny episodes. Super horny. Uh, is, is, uh, the song is called as time goes by and it is by, uh, Dooley Wilson. Um, and, uh, he is the guy that you might remember, uh, from Casablanca who says, uh, who's the the piano player. They go Mm -hmm. play it again, Sam. And he plays the song on his piano. That's, that's. Who wrote uh, the song? Wow, Her- I had no idea. Yeah, um, Herm- Herman Humpfield. Humpfield, <laughs> appropriate again. Yeah, perfect for episodes. this episode. Well, and so this episode very quickly establishes. Uh, oh well, I'll, I'll first say this is the episode where um, Fran wins a kissing contest involving Billy Ray Cyrus. I have which- so many thoughts on this episode. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, and this causes a lot of tension between. Uh, Fran and Maggie because Maggie is the one who wanted to win. But so, and so this episode starts with establishing that Billy Ray Cyrus is having a kissing competition at Tower Records. Which, okay, let's back up. I, I just wrote, wow, times have changed. If that's yeah, where like, you're going. Let's back up a second. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus is Miley Cyrus's dad for mm-hmm. anyone that doesn't know. Uh, which I, I imagine there might be people that don't know because he's kind of irrelevant now, you know? I mean, I literally have the note later in this episode where I was like, you know, I first learned who Billy Ray Cyrus was as, oh, Miley Cyrus's dad, and th- which really dates me. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, but- see, and to date myself, I knew who Billy Ray Cyrus was because I was alive in uh, this time period and he was pretty famous. Like, he was like a pretty big deal. He was one of those... You know how like every once in a while country has like a breakout guy who like everyone like all of a sudden knows. You're like, why do I know this guy? I don't listen to country music. Like that mm-hmm. was Billy Ray Cyrus in his time. He was like, you know, uh, hot. Uh, like he was very sexy guy. That that was always like from my recollection as as a non country music person. He was like, you know, women liked him because he was like, I I don't know, like like country you know like he had like a long mullet he's like a, well, i was gonna say he certainly was rocking a pretty impressive mullet in this yeah but that was like the style you know that was as was the style at the time uh-huh. um yeah and 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 he was like a he he had like one song that was like that got like regular radio airplay well and i am sure you know there are some listeners who are either huge fans themselves or grew up in a household where their parents were fans and i you know the fact that i only knew of him initially through miley cyrus is probably like 
like infuriating, but, but that was, you know, my experience with it. Um, but he, he's hosting a kissing competition and the winner will get to be on the cover of his new album. And apparently it sounds like they make it seem initially like this is targeted at teenage girls, which is like an extra layer of It is bad. We just we just don't do that anymore. We don't do kissing competitions. I wrote the premise. I I literally wrote the premise is so fucking cringy. (laughs) It's (laughs) like, why are all these? My my notes read: Are all these girls there to kiss Billy Ray Cyrus? How old is this man? Is he just kissing teenagers? And then I had to Google it. He was thirty two when they shot this episode. Well, and then we'll get to this, but later in the episode, you know, when Mr. Sheffield finds out that basically Fran kissed him, his his big complaint is like, Miss Fine, this was a competition for teenage girls. How could you? Like, she's at fault for being like a grown woman fault. kissing a grown man. We start um, with uh, a tongue wrestling joke. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> which was really um, cute, honestly. Um, they're like in the kitchen, right? And And... And we're sort of getting all this setup of, of there's going to yes. be a kissing contest and this and yes. that. And, and Maggie, Maggie's like very, you know, true to Maggie. It's like, I could never, I, sh- I can't enter even though I want to, because like I could never compete with all the gorgeous girls in my right. school. Um, and Fran is like, no, you're beautiful. You're wonderful. You, you should do this, <laughs> which again, it's like, it's so bittersweet because it's so, it's so great. She's building her confidence, but you know, to go kiss a full grown man. <laughs> um, but yes. And that's when, uh, you know, Fran says something along the lines of like, Ooh, I used to win lots of kissing competitions in my day, a lot of tongue wrestling in the in cars. Or she says something like that. And, and Gracie's like, you mean thumb wrestling? <laughs> it's, and Fran's like, uh, yeah, thanks for correcting me. <laughs> well, then um, we established that Maggie has yet another new boyfriend named Sean. Um, but at least they're kind of self-aware about it because you no know, sooner does she say that, um, someone's like, who's Sean? What happened to Peter? Um, I think like Niall says that. Like, you know, and Mr. like everyone is like, like, gosh, she's really just goes through these guys. And Fran even says, Oh, Peter, he got a bad haircut. He'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> Is do you think that's like a was that like an in-joke? Like like they wanted to keep that actor around, but or, he got a bad Or like was that a joke at Peter Mark Jacob? Like, do you think he had like a bad haircut that week and they were just like busting his chops? Oh no. That I, was what I, I thought. Know. I was like, oh, I wonder if that was like they named like I think it uh, possibly. You know, I don't know. I, I didn't read it as a little dig it. Peter Mark Jacobson's hair. I actually thought that maybe the actor who played Peter got a bad haircut, and the joke was like, um, "Oh yeah, we'll bring that actor Have back." Have we met Jason. Peter? Who yeah. is that? Is that the isn't, boy? I th- from- isn't the Gap guy? Oh, maybe. But here's the thing: we both might be reading way too much into this, and the joke just might be that you know teenage girls are fickle, and teenage love is fickle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then oh, the thing about this new boyfriend, Sean, is. He has a very, very similar haircut to Maggie. It's like yes. it's like blonde middle part down to his ears, which was in fashion at the time. Yeah. So then we get this horribly, horribly cringy moment where Mr. Sheffield comes in and he only sees the boyfriend from behind because the boyfriend's sitting at the kitchen table and he he k- leans down, <laughs> kisses <laughs> him <laughs> just gently and is like, how's my little darling? <laughs> just was so, uh, like I was just so, uh, um, but so it was just a funny beat uh, where, yeah. you know, then he realizes he kissed his daughter's boyfriend. There's, there's also a line about 
Fran is like, she's like, you know, lamenting about all of this. And she says something about like, uh, I guess I'm just going to have to go back to having impure thoughts about Judge Ito, which was like, oh, again, so 90s no, that's, specific. No, that's one of my favorite. That's listed that's as one so of my favorite funny. lines where basically, you know, um, Maggie is like, you know, the second her boyfriend walks through the door, they start like lip locking and Fran's like, ugh. And meanwhile, I'm over here having impure thoughts about Judge Ito um, because, you know, basically Who was like, the judge of the OJ Simpson trial. Yes. 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 And, and uh, t- at the time, people did have a lot of respect for him, but it's a very funny line in context and probably very meaningless outside of context. Um, But so Maggie, um, you know, on Fran's uh, kind of encouragement announces that she's going to enter this kissing contest. And both her new boyfriend and Mr. Sheffield are totally outraged. They say she can't do it. You know, Mr. Sheffield forbids it. Um, And then, you know, Maggie and her boyfriend walk out and Fran kind of works her reverse psychology magic where, you know, Mr. Sheffield's like, oh, Miss Fine, I'm sure you're going to say, I'm, you know, I was being too harsh on Margaret. And Fran's Mm -hmm. like, no, no. I mean, I actually agree with you on this one because, you know, you saw how upset, you know, her boyfriend got if she did that contest, like they'd definitely break up and we'd never see him again. (laughs) So Mr. Sheffield's instantly like, you know what? Like, it's not that big a deal. All her friends are doing it. She can do the contest. So um, that establishes that sort of like first act plot point that then Fran and Maggie are, you know, later that week are going to this competition. Um, And then we cut to Fran and Maggie in line at Tower Records, which leads to this really great bit where um, after Maggie kind of like goes ahead in line um, and Fran sort of stands back to let her go, she starts literally sabotaging all these other girls (laughs) on Maggie's behalf. And she literally goes right up to like this super hot girl in line. And she's like, I'm from uh, Mobile Records. Uh, Guess what? Don't tell anyone, but you already made the cut. You don't have to stand in line. And then gives the girl a fake address. She gives her, okay. So she says, I'm from Humana Humana Records, which is... Uh Which is very funny, humana humana, and then she gives her thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane, which is where the Munsters live. So, okay, here's what I was gonna say. When she goes, go to a thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane and ask for Herman and Lily, and like the audience has a huge laugh. But as soon as she said Herman and Lily, I realized she was sending them to the fake address of the Munsters. But yeah. the audience started laughing right when she said thirteen thirteen yeah. Mockingbird Lane. So it was. When you think of the mustards, like, do you know their address? Everyone knew their address. It was like a like featured in the opening of the show, and when um they when they tried to reboot the Munsters in like the early two thousands, they literally called the show Mockingbird Lane. It was like oh, well known enough that that's where they lived. That like yeah, so yeah, thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane was their address and was very well known at the time. But the show was just old enough at the time of of the nanny that it made sense that a teenage girl wouldn't necessarily get that reference, you know? Because mm-hmm. like I'll- I was watching that show on like reruns and shit, and I was a weirdo who was into monsters, so I was like, "This is great." Uh, I know. But, like most of the people my age at the time did not care about the like, and we're like, "Why are you watching that? It's old yeah, and yeah, black yeah, yeah. and white," you know. Um, okay. Well, that was interesting because like, I, I knew obviously Herman and Lily Munster, but I, I didn't realize that was their address, but I mean, I just forgot, you know? Um, but so, so that happens and it's very funny and we get that little spark of uh, how Fran 
is good at sabotaging for competitions, which she's referenced to a lot uh, over the course of these two seasons. Um, but so then Maggie comes running back out and she's just like, oh my gosh, Fran, it was amazing. It was so fun. Like, you have to try it. You have to try it. Like, he's so, he's so cute. And at first Fran like resists and she's like, no, 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 this is, for, this is a game for the young, like blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, finally she's like, you know what, like when was the last time I even had a kiss? So she decides she's going to go do it, you know, yeah. just for a fun little lark that day. And then we cut to mm, we back cut at to. the house and the uh, Maggie and Fran walk in. And of course, Maggie is furious <laughs> because Fran won the contest. Uh-huh. And Fran is like, it's cute. She's like trying to downplay it a little, but she's also clearly very proud of herself. Yes. <laughs> so she's like- yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just great, you know. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I can't. I don't know. I just can't control my mouth. It has a mind of its own. Huh? <laughs> and so Maggie runs upstairs. She's so upset, and Mr. Very. Sheffield finds out, and he is he is incredulous. Like he's not angry at first. He's literally incredulous. He's like, I. And this also is. Just revealing of the times where he's like, I'm sorry, there's no way you actually won. They were looking for teenagers, Miss Pye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the problem is never this 32 year old man is making out with teenagers across the country to find. The thing is, is the kissing had nothing to do with what they were even going to do, these girls. They were just going to get – it was just a photo shoot for an album cover. So why did they have to kiss him? It makes no sense. <laughs> but but he's, he's literally like – he's literally like there must be a misunderstanding. Like, like just I almost would have bought it if it was like show your boobs to Billy Ray Cyrus so he could put you on his album cover. Because at least that's like judging how no, they no, look. I think she's supposed to kiss him on the cover of art. Yeah, but, 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 so, but anyway. <laughs> Ran is outraged and indignant, and she's like, I won based on my kissing abilities. And he like literally almost laughs in her face. And he's just like, It is impossible. There is just no way that you beat out hundreds of gorgeous younger women based on just a kiss. And she's like, Oh yeah. And, and he's, he's like, like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, You really think that? And he's like, I do. And she's like, Well, and he's like, What? And then she throws him onto the couch <laughs> and she straddles him I'm, and she makes out with him. Oh, wow. I just went in fuego. Sexiest kiss on the show thus far. It yeah. was also they cut to commercial. So for a second, you're like, wait, how far is this going? Like, where are we going to come back to? Because it's not just, we've seen them kiss before and we've seen them do the whole, like, you know, I'm mad, I'm mad. And then they kiss, but like, she like straddles him and like puts the moves on and you're like, Mr. Sheffield 100% has a boner right now. Oh. That's weird. But like <laughs> just, in the context just, of just the show. Clarify. Wait, I'm just going to clarify. Does. We don't see a boner. No, We're but- just saying he definitely would. You know, yeah. if you could see, if you could he's see a, that angle, he would. Yeah, he's he's he, he's clearly attracted to her, and he's very repressed. And I feel like, yeah, like like you see, you can't escape the scene without going like, oh, they're implying that he's turned on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Because then we come back from commercial, they're and they're still kissing, still, still kissing. They finally separate, and you know, Mister Sheffield is totally dazed. He has her lipstick 
all over his face. He, there's literally a moment where like he doesn't even move. He's just yeah. like, sitting there. And then he kind of comes back to reality and he stands up and he starts like, wiping the lipstick off her, his face and she starts reapplying hers in the mirror and like redoing her makeup. And he's just like, oh, um, I, I like, all be it aside, like I forbid you to do this cover shoot. You know, he's like, I'm a public figure and I just can't have the person who raised raises my children on some sexy album cover and (laughs) she's like that's all i have to you (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, he's like i can't have my nanny on an album cover and he's like she's like a nanny that's all i have for you to you and he's like well well, yes. And she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> she goes, you got me on that technicality. <laughs> but but then she's like, she's like, you know, she's like, I'm not even planning to do it anyway. And he's like, wait, you're not? Like, he's super confused. And she's like, oh, don't you get anything? She's like, your daughter is at a very sensitive age. She has a very fragile self-esteem. Like, this whole thing could destroy her. Is that what you want? And he's like, what? No. No. And he's like, I'm confused. What are we even arguing about? And she's like, men don't get anything or like whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, and she like yeah. runs up the stairs and he's like super confused. But we established that, you know, just because Frian won, she she had no intention of going through with this. It was just a nice little ego boost. Yeah. So then so the next scene is it's Val and Frian at Tower Records. And um Billy Ray come comes out with his manager and uh Frian basically breaks it to him that you know she really can't do this. There is an Emily Bronte joke, which I actually don't believe Fran would make in the world of the show. Who's Emily Bronte? Okay, so she is a she wrote Wuthering Heights. She oh. was one of the Bronte sisters, who are the three these three sort of. Uh, I think they, I want to say it was the eighteen hundreds, but that might I might be so wrong about that. It came out in 47. Okay, yeah. It came out in 1840. It was first published in London in 1847. So basically the Bronte sisters were these three um, English sisters who famously each took to writing because they had like an alcoholic brother who kept gambling all their money away or something. So so in this very just almost seemingly unbelievable real story, they were like, well – we need to support our family somehow. I, I guess we'll just write these novels. And then they each wrote yeah. an extremely, extremely famous novel. It's Withering Heights, Jane Eyre. And then um, the fact that I can't remember the third. The third one's less famous, but I should still know. But anyway, so. Uh, it's uh, it's Anne, Emily, and Charlotte. Yes, and, and Anne I gotta wrote say, the least famous Anne, one. Anne looks like the hottest one. So it makes sense well, that she wrote the least because she <laughs> probably was just like, I'm hot, girls. I don't – you guys are weird looking. Um, and I think there's like – there's definitely only portraits of these women. So that's yeah. also what There's a great – so there's a great portrait on Wikipedia of them. And in the picture, there's like this weird splotch in the middle of them. And it, and it notes the three Bronte sisters in an 1834 painting by their brother who later painted himself out. <laughs> oh, I see it. I'm looking at it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, um, it's so but funny. anyway, so um, there is a joke in this scene where, you know, they first meet Billy Ray Cyrus. And then she goes, hi, Mr. Cyrus. And then she goes, oh. If you married Emily Bronte, her name would be Brontosaurus. <laughs> um, sorry, Brontosaurus. Yeah. And I was like, cute joke, but I, I don't know if if well in terms of what we've established about Fran's interest in school, I don't know if she would have known who Emily Bronte was. Um, well, but when did the Wuthering Heights movie come out? Yeah, that was 1992. So. <laughs> Okay, and okay. it was it was Ray Fiennes and Juliette Binoche, and it was like a pretty big released movie because like I I remember the movie because I never read the book I, I did not care but I read I I saw the movie so and that was ninety two and now this season we're like in ninety 
three, right? So okay, she oh no, could have been ninety five. Like- this this episode aired oh. May third, nineteen ninety five. So yeah, I think she could have made it from a. It was in the cultural zeitgeist standpoint. Mm-hmm. Like she probably never read the book, but she knows like the lady because they've been talking about it for two years now. Okay, you know? okay, all right. I can. So, buy that. I, can I don't buy know. That. Yeah, I, I, I'll let the. Uh, We'll let that one slide. Okay. Okay. Point to point to uh, Fran. Um, But so, you know, and they're like, they're like, Billy Ray Cyrus is manager. He's like, Fran, are you sure? Like, we were so excited about this. You were so perfect. And she, and, you know, kind of, and she's like, kind of like being wooed by this. He's like, you know, we saw you and like, we instantly knew you were the girl. And she's kind of like, uh, giving in. He's like, cause you know. All those younger girls, they just make Billy Billy Ray look old. You <laughs> yeah. make him look young. And it's literally like the like her face falls. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus trying to smooth the situation goes, well, you know, we just felt that you specifically being on the cover with me would would appear to, you know, a broader set of women. And the manager goes, yeah, older broads. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Fran, this just clearly really like, you know, kind of crushes her. It's really tough. And she she's like, well, you know, I, I'm sorry. Uh, well, my, my decision is final, even though she's clearly like so unhappy about this. And she's like, we'll be on our way. And then she's like, come on, Val, help me carry this on the bus. And they take this huge, giant Billy Ray cardboard cut out with them as they exit. Um, yeah. And then we cut to this scene at the mansion where Niall oh, he literally walks in with groceries and like the fridge door is open and the way that this kitchen is set up, like you can't see behind the fridge door when it's open. And he's like, children, how many times have I told you not to leave the refrigerator door open? And he, he closes one side of it and we see that it was just Fran sitting in a chair with a <laughs> turkey leg in her mouth. <laughs> Um, Which she and, then puts into her bathrobe pocket. Yeah, yeah, she's in a bathrobe. She's clearly distraught. And she's like, oh, Niles. And she, you know, kind of like tells him what happens. And at one point he's like, Miss Fine, like you're still young. What are you, 32, 34? And she's like, oh, she's like, you, and she was like, you better like, you, she basically says like, you know, you better be careful. Or, like you're going to get this turkey leg up your butt or like, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. She's super, and, you know, and Maggie comes in. And Maggie actually, in a very sweet and mature gesture, like apologizes to Fran and was like, you know, Fran, I'm sorry I reacted that way. The better woman won. And Fran's like, like, oh, Maggie, the only contest I won is like who's most likely to try to pass off a liver spot for a coffee stain. And she's like, <laughs> they, she's like, they chose me because I was old. She's like, your only crime is that like you were beautiful and like gives her a big hug and sends her on her way. And then Fran actually gets an entire pizza delivered. <laughs> and Niles is like, this fine. Dinner's in an hour. And she's like, I know. That's why I ordered thin crust. <laughs> and she just like goes upstairs with a turkey leg in her mouth and a pizza box in her arms. And, you know, she's just going to kind of. going to eat her feelings. Yeah. And uh, Cece, not, not Nanny, uh, Cece comes in and is like, Niles, like, what's wrong with Nanny? Fine. And uh, Niles. He's like, he's like, I couldn't tell you. And she goes, tell me what's going on or I'll just die. And he goes, you say it, but you don't need it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, so he, he ends up telling her, um, but only because he knows she's going to go run and tell Mr. Sheffield, you know, in some misguided attempt to sort of make herself appear better than Miss Fine yes. in her eyes. But, you know, he secretly knows that this is just going to somehow like push Mr. Sheffield and Fran closer together. So um, Cece goes running into Mr. Sheffield's office and it's just like, 
95 is old. <laughs> Mr. Sheffield's like, what? like, what are you going on about? And she says what happened. And Mr. Sheffield instantly feels terrible for the way he had insinuated, you know, that yes. she was too old to win. And he, you know, he knows how hurtful this might be to her. So he, he's, you know, kind of like in his office, um, worried about Miss Fine. And then, Frank, uh, sorry, Cece, she literally is saying how, um, you know, it made so much sense because there's no way someone like Miss Fine could win with a kiss. And she's like, you know, because a kiss needs to be passionate. It needs to be, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, and most importantly, like well-timed. And what yeah. she doesn't realize while she's talking is Mr. Sheffield has moved to grab his briefcase while yes. Niles has moved to where Mr. Sheffield was standing to tidy something up. So she, because she hadn't been looking in that direction, goes well-timed. She turns, she grabs Niles. Did you say well-timed or spontaneous? Oh, sorry. It's spontaneous, okay, spont- right? She's like, okay. it needs to be spontaneous. And she thinks she's like being like real clever. And then she like grabs the person next to her thinking it's Mr. Sheffield and plants a big old kiss on Niles. And yes. it's hilarious. Uh, and she pulls back and the look on her face is like, Ugh. yeah, she's, she's like the Irma God picture. Yeah, like she's like, Ur. and then yeah. she freezes like that. And it's a real good, it's a good, she's great, man. Uh, yeah. we, we sing the praises of her all the time, but she's genuinely she's hilarious. So yeah. And, and Niles just goes, was it as bad for you as it was for me? <laughs> and then Mr. Sheffield goes, you know what? I'm going to go upstairs and check on Miss Fine and just leaves. Yeah. And, and he sees, he's like, no, don't go. And of course the plan completely backfire. Yeah. And then we ha- go and we have this, delightful scene. I, I thought this was just perfectly done and executed where it Mr. is. Sheffield, except, except there's one line that's so dirty. Is there? Yeah. Okay. He's like, he's like, you're a really good kisser. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like the passion, the, the something, the suction. And she goes, yeah, Danny used to call me his little dirt devil, which I was like, oh. I just thought it meant with kissing. I didn't even, like, you're right, but you're right. But it could have been other places. Um, but so, but oh, basically, so she's lying in bed with her pizza in her bathrobe and there's a knock on the door and he's like, Miss Fine, may I come in? And she's like, oh, one second. And she hides the pizza. <laughs> and then she like, and then she like lies on her pillow as if she's just been there the whole time. Yeah. And um he comes in and sits next to her and he's like, first of all, he's like, Miss Fine, like, will we be seeing you at dinner tonight? I, I can't have my favorite nanny wasting away. And she really goes, oh, I, I don't think I could possibly eat. But so, but then, you know, she kind of says that she's just, you know, really depressed and it's really hard for her. And he, he very, very sweetly, and, and she's like, you know, I don't think there's anything you could say that could cheer me up right now. And he's like, well, can I just say that like, I, I don't understand, you know, the American obsession with age. He's like in Europe, a woman only gets like more beautiful and, and more you know seductive as she ages. And he's like, you know, especially a, a, earthy, you know, what does he say? He call, He's like an earthy, like interesting, intriguing yeah. woman like you, you know, with, with like, a strange, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, with a strange allure. Um, yep. and he's like, and you know, and, and if I might be so bold, like you are one heck of a kisser, Miss Fine. And, you know, and he basically, he says this really nice thing, which is like, no, no, no. Like women get more beautiful as they age and mature and you shouldn't, there's nothing you should feel self-conscious about. Yeah. Um, and she's literally like, 
oh, Mr. Sheffield, like here I was thinking nothing could cheer me up. And you've just like completely turned my day around. She's like, I could just, and he's like, what? And she's like, I could just kiss you. And he literally like takes his glasses off. He like puckers up. He's her. like ready for it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I mean, I, I couldn't possibly mm-hmm. deny a lady like, <laughs> like a kiss. And then uh, she ends up kissing him on the forehead, which, you know, was very sweet. <laughs> and he looks and, sad. Yeah. He looks genuinely yeah, he, like, oh, Aw. yeah. He, he wanted yeah. another one of those Fran uh, dirt devil kisses. Yeah. Um, and. She, you know, and then she just goes, good to know I still got it. <laughs> and it just freeze frames on her looking really satisfied. Yeah. And, and interestingly, no um, post or no credit scene this episode. Yeah. It just goes right to the credits. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, all right. I know. I've gotten to, I've gotten used to them. Mm-hmm. Um, like there could have been a they're funny, usually, like. I thought there was going like, to be a Billy Ray Cyrus button. Because usually when they have a guest star, the button is like that person oh, comes true. back and does like one funny little little jaunt you know but yeah no. that's true there wasn't yeah. one in this but it was you know it was a really sweet really fun episode that is both like entertaining and and gives you know it gives us that taste of what you you want and need every now and then which is the yeah mr sheffield fran brewing romance but, but also the thing that makes it work which is putting a like a little firm barrier and it's like at the end which is the kiss on the forehead and you know, it's yes. it's like clearly she's not really getting what he's putting down, and um, yeah, they have so to keep not- being. They have to continue to be two ships. I mean, as we talked about with with when our interview with Peter, the show ends when they get together, and they were very mm-hmm. aware of it. We now now can confirm. You know, they were well aware of that in the writers' room the entire time, which is like as soon as we get these two people together, the show is over. Mm-hmm. Like, because what do you what do you do? You know, um, which yep. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to get to the later seasons because it, it makes it with that context all like, cause I, you know, we've talked about like the show gets like a little off the rails later on. Um, and it's like, well, yeah, cause you know, the writers were like, well, that's it. <laughs> like now they're yeah. married. Now what do we do? Like, yeah, there's no sexual tension here now. Cause like they just, they're a married couple. They mm-hmm. just go and do it at night when they want to. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. Um, that's how marriage works. That's, you know, Hey, you gotta, you gotta make it interesting in other ways, which is yeah. actually probably accurate, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah. accurate to marriage too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so should we move on to our segments? We should get to segments. And now segments. So segments. Yeah, no, I think we should move on to segments. I to say we can move on to our segments. And now segments. Segments. Uh with Sean and Toria. We should re- we should do a special actually no, I like our segment songs. So we're gonna do a special I, remix. You know, I thought about it. I thought about like, oh, you know, new year, new but it's not for the listeners because we put these out continuously and there was no like break for them. It would make yeah. more sense if I'm gonna do it. It'll be with season three. We'll do like a season but three refresh. You know what? Every single time any podcast does that, I always just go, I miss the original. Mm-hmm. So I, I say that's not buy into that. True. You know? Okay. Well, we could put it to a vote too. That's true. Okay. If you listen well, and you want us to remix our our songs, uh, tell us. And if or, you no, no, no. don't, tell us, leave it alone. I was going to say – you put a new one in, and then when we release that episode, we put a pull up 
on social and say, right. do you like this? Should we keep it? Yeah, or but then I got to make one for just for people to be like, we hate it. <laughs> I put it all the time to make it. And then I'm like, do you guys like it? And they're like, no, use the old one. You know, I just that. Uh, you know when you you know when you laugh so hard that no sound comes out. Like for, I was like, no one's even gonna know how hard that made me laugh for a second because there was just no sound. <laughs> yes. You're like you're like oh it'll be easy. You'll just make a song and then we'll just have people vote if they like your hard work or not. Like, no, I don't want to do that. I know. It was such a, it was such a callous and, and ignorant. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sean, make the song. Make a funny thing. song. Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> no, because it's the kind of thing where it's like I actually do know the kind of work that goes into that. So the fact that I just so willy nilly threw it out there is what made me laugh. <laughs> You're you. a good boss. <laughs> You're tough, but. <laughs> Okay, okay. But so favorite lines and moments. Um, this is all after our regularly scheduled theme song, which we all love. Um, so um, I, I we already mentioned the Judge Ito joke. Um, yep. I really liked when after Fran comes in and announces that she won the contest and, and uh, Mr. Sheffield is angry at her. He says something like where he's like, don't you think you're going a little overboard on the hyperbole? And then she sniffs her wrist and goes, I'm wearing obsession. <laughs> I, I also like that. Yeah, I like that. It's a good line. Yeah. Um, um, and also, just the concept that there's a perfume called hyperbole <laughs> is really funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that you wouldn't know why. It's funny. Yes. Um, and then also in that same fight when they're yelling back and forth and yeah. she kind of says something where he's literally just like, I've like so lost the thread of oh, what we're you're, even fighting about. Yeah. I was this one where I think this she, might be one of mine. Yeah, where she's like, you know, she's like, and then your daughter's self-esteem will be will be um, ruined. Is that what you want? And he goes, all I want right now is to be in a pub talking about none of this with a logger. With my goes, hands, with my hands wrapped around a tall logger. Yes, yes, yes. And oh, she, goes, <laughs> she goes, a logger? Do the kids know that you're considering an alternate lifestyle? And he's yeah, like, but, what? <laughs> but it said, but the thing is, there's like a beat. It's it's not like she's trying to make a joke out of it. She's very confused. It takes yeah. her out of the argument. She's like, a logger and there's like she's doing all these mental calculations for a second she goes did the kids know you're considering it not? like with a, with true concern and he's yeah. like it's a beer <laughs> and she's like well speak english next time yeah <laughs> yes. it's a real good like who's on first moment mm -hmm. i also had a line that you um brought up which was Cece going, tell me, if you don't, I'll die. Niles going, you say it, but you don't mean it. Uh, another good Cece Niles exchange is uh, after she realizes that he knew that this would drive Mr. Sheffield to Fran's arms. And after, I think even after she's kissed him, she's like, wait a minute, you knew that I would come running up here and I would tell him all of that. Like, you knew I would do all of that. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> and then she goes, is my mental health is just a sick game to you, isn't it? And he goes, rack them up. Let's play again. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so good. The way, so I, we didn't talk about this before, but when she runs to go tell Mr. Sheffield, he also runs because he yeah. sort of wants to be there to, to like see <laughs> it. Or at first you think maybe to like kind of um, – make sure she doesn't do anything like really mean. And they, they both get to the door at the same time and they just try to squeeze through shoulder to shoulder yep. in a very, it's very funny physical comedy. It's good. 
It's really um, good. And then for the Yiddish, there I didn't clock any Yiddish, no. but um, I tried to see if there was a Yiddish term for like spinster or old maid, and I actually oh, yeah. couldn't. I couldn't find one, which I thought would be kind of easy for some reason. Like, yeah, um, is there maybe, not? Maybe I wasn't using like you know the. Ex- I, you know, I typed like old maid, I typed spinster, like maybe there is another way of old, like unmarried, maybe it would just be unmarried woman in Yiddish, but that doesn't really necessarily um, make you think she's old, unmarried woman. Not I'm, I'm looking it up. Hold on. Uh, um, no, not, uh, not really. Oh, wait, I think I might've seen some. Yeah, it was, it was like, again, Harder to find than I expected. I thought it would be like a very like easy term. Yeah, just, right. Yeah, you know, my thought is like, okay, older traditional culture. There would probably be a word for Spencer, but oh well. So nanny trivia. You know, I don't really know where this information comes from, but I'm gonna take it as true because yeah. that's the type of person I am. Yeah. Um, it says the costume designer would often put a secondary character in the same exact shade of color and even this often mm-hmm. the same pattern as Fran when sharing a scene with her, perhaps to indicate that they were in close harmony. Here, Maggie's like butter yellow ink or a sweater exactly matches Fran's pastel yellow bathrobe in their end scene, like when they embrace, maybe yep. signal, you know, signaling that they've made up and all is forgiven. And I wrote, I haven't really noticed this, but I'm going to kind of watch out for it now. Because um, it's in trivia. It could That could just be something that somebody noticed and then they decided that's what it meant. You know, and what's funny is, is as I try as they might, like every single episode, Maggie looks more and more like Cece. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's I like, know. <laughs> it's like she just looks like Cece's daughter at this point. Like, and at first, in the first scene, I thought it was Cece for a second. <laughs> and they have the same exact haircut. Everything. They look so much alike. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. I yeah. I mean, I can buy that, like, as a something that a customer would do. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm going gonna, gonna to look out for it now. Yeah, me too. And Fran who's or the, the Fran or the Cece? So, hmm. I, well, I, you know. You would uh, definitely enter a kissing contest. <laughs> With my fear of getting getting something, no, I'm not gonna. I won't even. Well, there was a phase when I was trying on a lot of makeup at Sephora without without really uh, putting alcohol on it, which you're not supposed to do. Okay, pre COVID, would you enter a kissing contest? No, no, because I don't want to get like a cold sore. But, oh, fair. Yeah. Uh, no, no. I, here's the thing. I that's a good point. It's also why you can't be an actress. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of, but yeah, yeah, that's the only reason. They, that's um, it. That's no, the one thing. I think that um, I don't. I don't like to touch people. Neither of us like to touch people that we don't know very well. True. Like I would just have no interest in that. But my yep. take on this was, I related to Fran a lot because you know I'm 34. So even watching this episode when Niles goes, "Oh, like you're not that old. What are you, 32, 34?" and she's literally like, "Watch it, Mister." I'm like, "Oh yeah, that sucks." Like. My age is old enough for people to be offended that they are that age. And I wrote, oh, um, it's just – it's shitty when you don't feel old, but you realize people are seeing you as, like, kind of old. Yeah. Um, and so – and I, Yeah, welcome I think, to my world. Yeah. But, but, again, no one's saying this to Mr. Sheffield or Niles or to all the older men. Like, this is a very – like, in our culture, it is, like, a woman problem. It's a woman problem. Yeah, and, definitely. Don't you feel like societally though that's shifting a little bit? Where like at least at least in pop culture, I feel like 
who knows? It's a, it's an insidious problem. And all I know is my bathroom is full of lotions and potions. And <laughs> I won't be seen in the sun. Um, but so I related to, to Freanne feeling shitty. If I, I would feel shitty if that, if, if I won a contest and found out that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, I think anyone would feel shitty. It's, it's, as you pointed out, it's not like a guy problem, but I would definitely feel shitty if someone was like, you won a contest because we needed you to make this person look younger. I'd be like, oh, really? That I know. Sucks. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, this was a good episode. This mm-hmm. was like a really, really good episode. Yeah, it was very solid. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah, we have a lot. Yeah. So much to talk about. Um, all right. Well, listen, folks, we can't, we'd love to stay and talk to you all day, but we can't. And you've probably arrived at whatever destination you're going to. Um, even if you're just sitting on your couch, you've arrived. You're here in the mm-hmm. present and the show is over, but we will be back next week for another episode, another exciting, thrilling, sexy episode mm-hmm. of The Manny. Get ready. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. The flashing girl from flashing, the nanny named Fran. Oh, Mr. Sheffield. Uh, Miss Fine. <laughs>